You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to our team interview series. Today, we have a freaking treat for you. Today, we're talking to our girl, Katie Howie. Katie is our content creator and community manager at the Heart University. She's the brains and brawn behind most of our Heart Instagram content and the beast behind our video editing for courses, our PDF and graphic design, and quite literally so much more. But she didn't actually start there. She actually started as an intern for Lindsay a couple of years ago, and that is a wild story in and of itself. Today, she shares that journey of dreaming of living in New York City to the big pivot and surrender to the Lord that she made that actually led her to landing an internship with Lindsay in Hawaii. And from there, she just continued to grow with us as a company and is now a full-blown team member who is invaluable to our daily operations. There's literally so many reasons why you need to listen to this podcast episode. It's not even funny. We covered so freaking much with KT. It's insane. So if you've ever wondered what a unique and powerful internship model looks like or what it's like to be on the content creation side of the heart team or how Lindsay and I just kind of threw her into the deep end of social media when she first started, or... If you've ever struggled with making something an idol in your life or battled with the belief that giving up on your dreams or trusting what God has for you automatically means that you're settling for less than what you actually want, oh man, KT has some words for you. It is just such a powerful, fun, and real interview today. And we know you're gonna get so much goodness out of KT's story and her wisdom. So without further ado, let's get started. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hey, T, welcome to the show. We are so beyond excited to have you. <laughs> what up? What's happening? Energy levels there, Lindsay. <laughs> I am just so excited. I love these team interviews, they're so much fun. Yes. And KT is just one of my favorite people on earth. So mm-hmm. I'm excited just for uh, the Heart family to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm excited. It's about I also that. had a lot of coffee this morning, so maybe that's just why I'm like ready to roll. <laughs> no, I'm the kind of the same way. <laughs> They're Jittery. amazing. Okay, well, KT, for I guess anyone who maybe does not know you, do you want to start off with who you are and what you do? Yes. So my name is KT, and I am the content creator and community manager for The Heart. I also yes. do that for Lindsay as well. Yeah, that was such a brief. That was such. We're gonna get into it later in the interview, but that was such a brief. You do so freaking much. (laughs) That just like the list of all the things that I do, and I'm like, well, I know (laughs) it's gonna be like a lot of talking in that section because it's great. No, we'll get into it, but that's that's a good over. I mean, that's technically your title, so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, okay, so that's who you are. That's welcome, everyone. (laughs) Well, no, (laughs) welcome to uh, KT's life. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. So I want you to share the story because basically of how you even got involved with me in the heart, but you already 
wrote like an in-depth podcast, not a podcast. Uh, what am I trying to say? An in-depth blog post on this, on your personal blog. And we'll link it in the show notes because it's friggin' incredible. But I would love you to give like the audio version of that because low-key when I read it, I cried and I even knew the story because it was just <laughs> so powerful and great. But not to be putting pressure on you at all to make people cry, but just hear your story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is a lot to explain. I feel like when I explain it to people, I forget so many aspects because there were so many cool God moments woven within it. Um, But I think to start, in order to fully explain it, I have to give a little backstory of like who I am. Yes, we we want all that. Yes, all the juice. (laughs) Okay, so my whole life, I grew up on a farm in the middle middle of Bumfrick, Nowhere, Kansas. um, And I loved The the Wizard of Oz, my parents, poor parents, because I made them watch it like every day like four times a day. So they hate that movie now. I love it still. (laughs) I watch it once a year. But anyways, the reason I enjoyed it so much is because I could really relate to Dorothy um, because she was also a farm girl in the middle of Kansas who longed for adventure. And in my mind, um, New York City was my Emerald City. That's all I cared about once I hit my teenage years. Like I saw that as like adventure city, you know? And I liked the idea of... um, the hustle and bustle, being in all in on all the action, planning out. I had it all planned out essentially. So working like a big fancy job and like a 30th floor of some skyscraper overlook Manhattan. Like that I was think, the ultimate dream for me. I relate to that too. Just I, I don't think it was necessarily New York City, but even me being like a theater nerd, I and also being from Kansas, like I, I totally relate. And I feel like even people that aren't from Kansas could probably relate to that of like if you grew up in the Midwest or just even somewhere that's like tiny and small. Mm-hmm. Like having that dream to go off and do big things and like escape the ruralness or whatever. <laughs> yes, that's like, yeah, I was over the farm. I think I really enjoyed it as a kid, but as I got older, I really wanted to explore. And farmers are notorious for never traveling. So we mm-hmm. never went on vacation. Like the furthest vacation we yeah. went on was like the neighboring city to yeah. go to the Holiday Inn. Yeah. You know, so my dad can feed cattle. Yeah, like my dad's that's always so working. That's so sad though. <laughs> so sad. Well, it's like you you can't leave the farm animals. Like, that's one of the biggest things. Like, it's so hard to, like, actually leave a working farm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say I have a lot of really great memories from that. Looking Mm -hmm. back, like, it was never about all the crazy vacations or all the bells and whistles. It was just hanging out with our family, which is great. I love love having all those memories. Um, But I think as I got older, I got more bitter, and I was essentially just pissed off at the world that I had to live on a farm and (sighs) couldn't go see the world. Um, So that's like a solid 20 years of my life dreaming about moving to New York City. I don't know exactly why it was New York City, but I guess in my mind, I was like, that's the biggest city in the U.S., therefore, I'm going to choose that one. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, And so fast forward to my senior year of college, and my whole plan is to move to New York City after I graduate. And so I'm like out there scouring LinkedIn, scouring the internet for like my golden ticket out of Kansas. Um, And I'm essentially looking for any excuse to move there. Um, I didn't care what I did or what got me there. I wanted to move. Um, do I would do anything essentially to move there. Um, I feel like also like chick flicks that take place in New York City feed into that vibe. Also. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my mind, I was like, I mean, my favorite movie is When Harry Met Sally and that's all New York City. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that makes um, sense. And so uh, around this time in the season left, I was just feeling so anxious and overwhelmed and honestly freaking out thinking like, I'm not going to find a job. I'm not going to be able to move there. Like... I was just really scared about where my future was headed. Um, and around the same time, I was in a Bible study and I was grabbing a coffee with my mentor, Jordan. Um, and I think we were just chatting about like different dreams and aspirations and realizing that I had totally made an idol out of my dream of moving to New York City. Like 
I did not care at all what God had to say about my dreams, my aspirations, you know, anything along those lines. And I think I was realizing, okay, God actually wants to be a part of all areas of life, um, which includes your dreams and, you know, your career and all, like even the little daily things, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in that moment, I felt a lot of conviction to finally lay it down to him and give him those dreams and give him those aspirations and actually surrender to Jesus and let him have his way in my life. Yeah. And up until that point, like, I think I was just scared because I'd never asked God about what he wanted me to do. I never asked him what he thought about my dreams or my aspirations or even like what I was majoring in. I didn't ask him at all for any of those things. Um, And so I think what I was most scared about is that he would ask me to stay in Kansas. Yeah. Um, I had never like confronted that with him. And so I just did not want to let go of those plans um, that I'd been like white knuckling holding on to for 20 years of my life, you know? And that was the start of me finally letting go and trusting him with it. And looking back, I think it was just so painful because in that moment, I was really actually letting it go and giving it to God, which meant cutting out a lot of those things in my life. Like I couldn't listen to Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald because it made me have all these movie pictures in my head of like walking down... I don't know, what is a famous street in New York? Broadway. Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, and so I'd have all these mental pictures, you know, images in my head playing movies, and I just couldn't listen to music like that because I was really trying to genuinely give it to God. Couldn't watch When Harry Met Sally for, like, two months. (laughs) (laughs) Just two months. Yeah, two months. I had, like, so many boundaries that I actually had to be really um, strategic with. Wow. Because it was super tempting to just like sit there and daydream about it all day. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of crazy because when I finally made the decision to let it go and give it to God, it's wild. This I just thought this was so wild because I actually had all the pressure of finding a job after graduation, all that fear and anxiety totally lifted. It was wow. gone. Like I started, wow. you know, fully believing in his promises and trusting in his plan and knowing that he would do all the heavy lifting um, and that he would provide me the job that, like, you know, provide me the job of where I needed to be and location, place, all the things. Um, yeah. And it like didn't have to be in New York City is basically what that looked like surrendering. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like being like, I'll go anywhere. Um, and it was just so so freeing. I'd never felt freedom like that in a long time. Maybe honestly my whole life when it came to my career because I was always striving and wanting to wow. achieve all these certain things that in my mind I saw as making it. I guess in my mind I saw New York City as I've made it in life. Yeah, you know, like proving myself to the world. Wow, especially for like a, a small town farm like Kansas girl that does feel <laughs> like I, I just relate to so much of that part of your story. Maybe yeah, like I'm just, okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we have good. We've had good chats about that. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. Um, which I guess was perfect because God brought us together. You know, like me working. Well, for share you. share kind of okay. So you give up the dream of New York City. You're like this is like what around Christmas time of your senior year in, in college, correct? Yes. And so it's like 10 days before Christmas. And it's actually really funny because I'd been driving home from a couple shoot in Kansas city, which I had uh-huh. never photographed couples at all. I was just kind of thrown into it because people, I think same as you thrown into it. Like the church was like, we have a wedding. We need someone to photograph it. Would you do it? <laughs> you know, like that's kind of essentially what had happened, which is funny. You were, kind of, back. I mean, you were interested in like, art and photography and yeah. storytelling and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so um, so I was coming back from a, a photo shoot in Kansas City, um, flying down I-70, you know, on my way home from that engagement. And 
as I passed a particular part of the interstate, I could see Kansas City skyline in all its glory. Um, like almost like dusk, sunset, you know, gorgeous city lights, like all the skyscrapers. Like I don't see that very often. And so I just thought it was so beautiful. And in that moment, Judy Garland's version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow started playing on my speakers, um, on my Spotify. And I had never listened to The Wizard of Oz anything on my Spotify. And, you know, in the moment, I was just like reminded of that dream of moving to New York City. I totally broke down like Kim K. Ugly ugly Cry. Could hardly (laughs) see the road. (laughs) I probably should have pulled over. Um, (laughs) And I didn't know what else to do, so I just started praying. And it pretty much was me being like, God, take me somewhere over the rainbow. Take me far away. Take me on an adventure. I'm ready to go anywhere you want me to go. I'll do anything you want me to do. Just take me somewhere over the rainbow. So I pretty much just like poured my heart out to him, all my dreams, desires, laid it all on him, um, how I felt, what I feared. I like didn't hold anything back. And I think that's the reality is God wants to hear all those things too. Yeah. Um, And I finally let go, gave it all to him, gave him absolute control over my life and let him know that I was game for anything and that I can, I trusted him completely with my future. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was a really good, but exhausting drive home. And I came home went to bed, totally forgot about it. And then a couple weeks later, I'm at my mentor's engagement party, which looking back, I'm like, man, there's a lot that happened in our lives that year. (laughs) This is all like intertwined with like being mentored by Jordan. Um, So she had just gotten engaged. Um, And so I was at her engagement party and um, Lindsay's friend, Ashley, who was a director of our college ministry. um, I don't know if this is how it was supposed to go down, but this is, is exactly how it went down. She came up to me and was like, all right, got an internship with Lindsay in Hawaii for a year. You down? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, you got it. If you say yes, you got it. And I'm like, do I need to apply? Like, she's like, no, (laughs) you don't have to do anything. Like, it's yours. It's it. Like, that's it. There was no, like, I'd never applied, never had talked about it. Like, didn't know it was in the works. Like, didn't know anything about that. Okay, let me, let me give the other side of that. So you need to explain what was actually happening. We had been looking for an intern for me. And then uh, we kind of had talked to Evie too about like, hey, a a Lindsay intern would probably infiltrate the heart a little bit. Um, And we had had like this idea of kind of like apprenticeship of like, not just like hiring help. Well, help sounds weird, but like hiring uh, employees in either my business or the heart, but almost like creating like an internship program where like we really truly like have someone learn the skills that like I've learned, that Evie's learned through interning and through like, like finding someone that, that had like an interest in either like design or photography or marketing of some sort, graphic design, like anything like that. So I basically told Ashley, I was like, Hey, do you have anybody that, well, Andrew kind of spearheaded this too, but we were just like, Hey, do you have anybody that is kind of graduating this year from our college or that is involved with our ministry that you could see like being a good fit for just like a creative intern for me. Um, And then that she was like, oh, KT would be a really good fit. And so that's kind of probably why she approached you in that way. Cause we Mm -hmm. were just like, okay, great. Like we gave Ashley the authority to be like, hey, if you think that's the right person and they're down for it, like we want her or him. Well, probably her because you were going to live with us, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But actually thinking back, you telling that, it's wild because that previous summer, I was applying for internships in New York and um, I was getting bites, but nothing felt uh, right. And so I didn't Mm -hmm. accept anything. And I actually interned for the church. And I think that was such a growing moment too in my faith. Um, And I learned a lot and got more into community. And looking back, had I not done that, 
an intern for the church and spent time with our people, like, you know, learning even more about God, I don't think I would have ended up being that person Ashley would have suggested. So it's also cool seeing all the stepping stones of like leading you to different things because I had different plans for that internship that summer and then it crumbled and I moved into interning with the church. That's so cool to hear also because like the reason we even approached Ashley like and and people from our college ministry is like we wanted somebody with like a foundational worldview of the Bible that we could then build on. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, like I want to teach you these skills in marketing and social media and just owning your own business and photography or anything that you wanted to do, like to build off of that foundation of like you can use all these skills and go impact the world like for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you did a good job of like marrying the two too. (laughs) Okay. So, so how did you respond? Let's, let's like, how did the story, how did you get to Hawaii? Like, how did that, like, how did, I feel like there's even more that is involved. Okay. (laughs) Cause this is only like half of the story. I know. Let's like, let's go. Okay. 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 You're like, let's pick this up. (laughs) Well, no, this is great. I just want like the full, I want the full picture because the full picture is so cool. Yeah. So uh, I think it was like, um, I don't know how long. I don't, the time frame is blurry. I don't know how long it was after, but I, I think I had either chatted with you and Andrew at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe I hadn't, I don't know. Regardless. We had like a, we had like a, like an informal interview. Yeah. Which situation. is funny. Cause after I had gotten done, there were like girls behind outside of my bedroom door, like waiting to hear what I had to say. And I was like, oh, I blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the interview, our interview went so badly, like in on my eye, in my eyes. And so I'm, I'm glad that it didn't. <laughs> it didn't, but also like you, there was no, it wasn't like an application process. Like you were the only person we were interviewing. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay. But anyways, before, I think it was before the interview, I was really trying to seek the Lord and I wasn't trying to like jump on to any old opportunity. I was really trying to seek his, his um, approval, acceptance, like knowing that he was pushing me in the right direction. And so I think I had gotten food poisoning. I gave myself, I, I gave myself food poisoning because I oh um, made jalapenos wrapped in bacon. I was sick for like a week. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> and I was, I almost didn't make it to the conference. So we like the entire conference. And um, I think it was Wayne Simeon and Bailey. Oh, I can't remember her last name. They'd prayed over me at the conference. So I like made the very tail end of it. And they had gotten images of, because no one knew about this happening. They got images of dolphins and surfs up penguins, um, <laughs> which is crazy because like surfs up penguins, that movie is a parody of the North Shore, which is where I live. That's Not wild. So that didn't connect until like a year later. Um, and he also got an image of me in a boat during a really crazy storm and the boat staying steady, like wasn't rocking, wow. wasn't rolling, you know? And so it was just, I felt like that was confirmation. I'm like, okay, this is God pushing me in the right direction. <laughs> that's wow. so cool. Yeah. And so I think um, that's when I accepted and I was like, okay, cool. I'm down. Let's do this. And I <laughs> oh. was like, I think that was what, January or February of 20. 20- 19 and then you came in September you flew to Hawaii in September of 2019 when I was coming off of maternity leave yeah and Crazy. like you watched Eloise grow up and now you're her freaking favorite person on earth <laughs> every single meeting let's just put this out there every single meeting I'll be on there I'll be like just sitting there like hi Eloise hi El, hi and she's like KT, KT, KT. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll just move on. I'll accept. <laughs> I'll just move on. Okay, hold on. Evie, you missed it yesterday, but we were on a meeting 
And we're potty training for anybody that is, doesn't know that right now. We're potty training Eloise. And so apparently she had pooped in the like, like kid potty. And, and like, we're trying to make a big deal out of it because she's like kind of scared of poop a little bit. This is wow TMI, but you guys signed up for the <laughs> part of podcast as we get. Anyway, so, so Andrew brings her up to like show me to like make a big deal out of it. Like, hey, we're so proud of you. Like you did it. And so kind of interrupts our meeting with and poop. like, yes, with the, with, the, with the bowl of poop and like, oh. she, Eloise is holding it and like, she's showing everyone on the Zoom call. Oh my God. Sticking it in my face because like, I'm right there. <laughs> and she all immediately just looks at the screen. There's multiple people on the Zoom call and she just goes, KT, poop. KT. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Favorite person is KT and the rest of us just have to accept that. So. Yeah. yeah. I would hope so though. I, we spent so much time. Like I think yeah. there for a hot minute, I spent more time with Eloise than Andrew did. Because he yeah. was gone. Uh, yeah. Well, because he was still in the Coast Guard and so he was like gone all the time. Yeah, no, that's yeah. accurate. Well, that's, <laughs> that's probably why you're your favorite person. Anyway, I, I hope it. to keep it that way. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's so okay, fun. But, so to wrap up like your story, I think the coolest part about it, like just I, there's so many, like just so much wisdom and you like giving up that dream and like mm-hmm. giving up like that, that tight hold that you had on New York City to be like, God, take me anywhere. And he takes you in the absolute farthest direction Opposite. you could possibly get <laughs> other than going to a different country than you could get from New York City. Not just um, like location wise, but climate and atmosphere, culture, culture yeah. like literally everything you can think of, which I think he knew what he was doing because I mean, especially like with 2020, everything shutting down. Can you imagine yeah. living in the concrete jungle in a shoebox no. of an apartment? Oh gosh, like, no. No. Oh, such a blessing. Huge blessing. At least we had the paradise of the beach. We did. <laughs> well, sometimes we didn't because they, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I think also something that's so cool about your story is Judy Garland's Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Like, the rainbows are, like, iconic in Hawaii. Like, the license plate has rainbows on it. Yeah. And that's just so cool. It was wild. Like, I think it was eight months into my internship. And I'm, like, driving down the hill to Holida. And I see a double rainbow in front of me. And then, yeah. um, like, even the license plates wow. have rainbows. And that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, God took that prayer so literally. <laughs> It does that sometimes. I think you have to be careful. You have to be careful with what you say with the Lord. That's yes. for sure. For, yeah. So. Dang. Okay. So, Katie, you came on with Lindsay. You interned with her for, what was it, like a year, year and a half? About a year, I would say. Yeah. And a then, little over a year because it was like September to like the next December when we like officially like changed you from intern to like employee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then you became like a bit like an official employee of Lindsay's and you kind of like, you were already working with the heart, but you really like stepped into like, okay, I am now a team member on the heart, like basically like full-time team member type of situation. Um, did you ever picture yourself at the beginning of your internship staying on and ending up working on the heart like long-term? Like, was that in your vision or were you like, oh, a year internship and I'll go back and like move on to the next thing? I don't know. I think I had two takes on this because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do whatever God wants to do. Like I'm cool with just about anything. But I think at the same time, I was like, okay, if I enjoy working for Lindsay in the heart, then I could totally see myself staying. Like, why wouldn't I, you know? Like, yeah. If I'm already part of the team, you know, I mean, and yeah. I know all the things, like, I may as well just like slap run in, you know? Yeah. Not like anything really changed other than the title. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah. and you just got more work and responsibilities, I feel like. 
feel yeah. like I feel like the minute you became like a heart team member, not just Lindsay's intern, like we just were like, all right, here's a dump load of stuff for you. Have fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like, oh, you can do all of these things. Okay, here. Good luck. Have a good which life. kind of leads into like the next question that we had, which is like, could you break down everything that you do for the heart and me? Because you're a jack of all trades. And I think that's what's so cool about the internship like model of like you just coming and living with us. Well, you didn't live with us, but you basically worked like by my side in person all I was gonna day, say, every that day. whole story is also still pretty wild. What do you mean? Like the living situation too. Oh yeah, because we, well, people need context for that. Yeah, yeah. But we, well, whatever. <laughs> basically, she didn't live with us. She lived with my friend, Sunny, who we love. Um, What's funny and- though is like, I think a lot of people were super skeptical. Uh, this is a whole nother layer up to the story. When I told my parents, they're like, okay, sure, whatever. Same with- Like, every- oh, you're moving to Hawaii. Yeah, like everyone in my life was like, we'll I'll see it. We'll believe it when we see it. Like, we don't actually believe that you're going to do it. Like, we, it felt kind of sketch to people because who does that? I mean, genuinely. Yeah. Like, the kingdom is very upside down, you know, in the sense that, like, you did the internship in a way that a lot of other people probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I was like, no, we want like almost our our goal was to have you live with us, mm-hmm. but we were trying to renovate our house to have an additional unit, and that didn't happen. So then we were trying to basically figure out, okay, what lodging could she stay in that's close to us, where she could still like drive here every day, but like because we wanted like to build a life together, or like that sounds weird, but like <laughs> like but do we life wanted together? You to be, yes, do life together. That's a yeah. better way to say that. Um, <laughs> And that's why, so we were waiting to book your ticket. Also, that was like right after I had had birth, had birth, yeah. given birth. And so it was just like, there was a lot happening. And so we hadn't booked your ticket until like probably like three weeks before you came, maybe even less. I can't remember. That is so on brand so- for you and Andrew too. It's like, I was moving to Hawaii. It was like two days before and everyone's like, you don't even have your plane ticket booked. You don't know where you're living. It was not two <laughs> days before. Have you, like, I was like, people, I hadn't even talked to Lindsay. I think I had talked to mostly Andrew. Yeah. Like, I had virtually no contact Dang. with Lindsay either. Well, I'd to be fair, I was in a new, uh, new, what's that called? Newborn stage. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Which I actually do remember the first time I met you, which was at a Call to Greatness um, meeting. Oh. And I was wearing overalls, and you were like, I love your overalls. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but thanks. That's amazing. That's awesome. yeah. But, okay, yeah. break down everything that you do for the heart and me, go. Okay. <laughs> Y'all ready? This is about to be a long list. Okay. okay. I, think, I think also it'll be helpful for people to like get ideas for like what an intern could do for their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. not even an intern, honestly. I was like going to say, KT is no longer an intern. There are things on this plate that definitely not intern status. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I love it. Well, All before right. you do that, also, I want to say like, we. <laughs> I, keep, I keep interrupting. <laughs> I Like you came and you were interested in like photography, storytelling, writing. And I like, I, I took those skills and I was like, okay, cool. Let's match that with what I actually need also and like found the, like, kind of like a happy medium. And it's just really cool. And then you just kind of blossom from there. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. So for the heart, assist in course creation, assist in podcast, podcast outlining, design heart course PDF, manage behind the scenes of film week, edit course footage, manage social media, which means research, learn more in order to teach, read books, listen to podcasts, research, schedule out posts, copyright, Instagram captions, design feed posts, design reels, create reels, create hashtag groupings, design story slides, answer DMs, answer comments, manage Facebook groups, assist with apparel design, design launch graphics, design advertising graphics, Answer Kajabi comments and questions, create and design free PDFs, design email signatures, design and create and update media kits, research Airbnbs, edit photographs, um, 
create GIFs for Instagram, manage comments on the backside of WordPress, edit Lightroom and bootcamp challenge footage, uh, build show at website pages, so like building part of the launch, uh, apparel launch page, copyright caption playbook, design um, playbook cover, brainstorm different topics and ideas whenever we need like, I guess, different things done. Um, yeah, and then for Lindsay, copyright and publish blog posts, design real covers, create and design media kits. I've worked with Flowdesk with email funnels, create and design downloadable freebies, write copy for launch email funnels, um, answer emails in Lindsay's preset account, uh, edit photographs um, via Lindsay Roman presets for potential customers, uh, manage WordPress comments, manage Pinterest, uh, manage Facebook, manage YouTube, create and edit um, YouTube footage, call sessions, and design YouTube thumbnails. That's like kind of the well, off the top that, of my head. I don't know, KT. That <laughs> might not have been enough stuff. You she, goes, <laughs> she goes, that was just off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure there's more like little things that I'm forgetting, but that's there like probably the big, is, but that's a chunky that's a meat. pretty good overview. And I think that's so depicative of just like you stepping in and like being such a good person to like, be like, like, Oh, do you need help with this? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Or like, I'll, I'll like throw my hand at this. And then like, you're just such a creative Jack of all trades that like, I remember when you first started working for me and the heart, the first thing that I was like, absolutely, we need is a social media manager, basically for the heart, just someone to run that account. And then from there, like, went copywriting, went graphic design. Like, yeah, I just, like, you've grown so much in like literally all aspects, mm-hmm. but just like, and then you edit videos, you call photos, you edit photos sometimes. Like, I'm just like, wow, you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we like you, we'll keep you. <laughs> I do think that's a really cool thing that I, I'm very adaptable and I like learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't, like, if there's an issue that I'm trying to overcome, like, I am not I'm going to back down until it's yeah. finished. Did you, you say know? that you make PDFs? Because you also do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. on there. Oh, okay. I think I, it was in there multiple times. It probably was. You, <laughs> it was incredible. a long list. Yeah, that's something I love about UKT, even in like some of the new processes and some recent launches that we've all kind of been trying to figure out new things and navigate like new learning curves and just different things. I love that you are so... Um, self-motivated and self-sufficient in the sense that like, if you have a problem, you don't immediately come to Lindsay or myself and say like, Hey, I, I don't know how to do this. Like you come to us. If you've spent hours like YouTubing, Googling, like testing, experimenting, and you're like, I genuinely, I'm stuck. Like I have tried, I don't understand this, but that's like so freeing for Lindsay and I of like, not only are you willing to jump in and just do just about anything, but you're willing to jump in and then figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. And then fun come, in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like problem solving. Yeah. But I think- So oh, many people don't do that though. Know, say, well, <laughs> so many not, people, their first the instinct is not to go to Google. It's to go to like, the per, the leader in their industry well, okay. and DM them. <laughs> oh, Lindsay's going sassy. People no, out. no, no. I'm just saying, like, some people, like, are, like, immediately, like, if they have a problem, they don't look at the problem, use critical thinking, or immediately they just go to the helpline. I'm not even talking about me. I'm just talking hold, about... Hold on. <laughs> I just want to call Lindsay and myself out, though, on this one, because... Oh, wait, what? We have had to <laughs> learn 
to intentionally not, if we have a question about our calendars or something related, (laughs) our instinct is to go straight to our executive assistant, Rachel, and be like, Rachel, I don't see that link in my calendar. And then they'll be like, that's true. That's the same thing. (laughs) It's the same thing. We've talked to Rachel about it because it's totally like, we're like, oh, I don't, I don't see that login or like, I don't know how to log in. Rachel, can you do blah, blah, blah. And we like go to Rachel for like just different things. <laughs> like you handle it or you answer it. And I've definitely learned. And I know Lindsay, Rachel, and I have had this conversation of like, Lindsay and I need to uh, continue to get even better at like... I might do that for we n- do people it. other than Rachel. I am literally eating my own words now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it just in a different way. It's not like I'm asking them for like educational advice. I'm, I'm, I immediately don't see something. And then I'm like, hey which is literally the same thing as somebody like having a problem and then like emailing the helpline. <laughs> Lindsay, I feel like with you working with you every day, there were so many times you'd be like, it might be something really dumb on Insta. <laughs> something you don't quite understand. You're like, how do I do this? And I'm like, Lindsay, you know, you've done it before. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no. Photographers, listen up. Do you struggle with editing in Lightroom? Are you confused as heck about organizing catalogs, backing up your images, calling takes you actual ages, and editing as a whole just leaves you feeling discouraged and frustrated and maybe bored too? If that is you, consider us a Santa on Christmas morning because we have a completely free Lightroom challenge for you that walks you through everything we just mentioned, including a bunch of tricks and hacks that make editing in Lightroom a million times easier and faster. The challenge includes five videos, roughly 30 to 50 minutes each, of Evie and I tackling some of the trickiest topics on editing and teaching you exactly how we use Lightroom to edit drool-worthy photos. We cover our favorite tools within Lightroom that will change your editing game, and we teach you how we import, cull, upload, backup, and catalog our photos in a way that is efficient, fast, and reliable. You don't want to miss this challenge, my friend. And if your editing needs a refresh and you just want to know how we edit our photos, this is the place to be. Sign up and join the challenge at theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. And we can't wait to see you there. Do you feel like every time you send an email to an inquiring client, there's crickets? You're never getting clients to respond back to you and you're just sitting there like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Well, my friend, we're about to solve your problem full free. Did you know that the most important part of the very first email you send an inquiry is your pricing guide? (gasps) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yes, and your pricing guide should be an avalanche of professional excellence, details, problem solving, and information for your ideal client. They should walk away from that pricing guide asking, where the heck has this person been in my whole life? Now, if your pricing guide isn't leaving your clients in awe, then you need to change it. Now, we are about to help you do just that with our free guide, Seven Essentials to Include in Your Pricing Guide. If you are ready to level up and prove your value to your clients, you need this. Head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie to snag it theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie. Hold on, that that goes into the next question, which you could probably expand on a little bit more, but what was the interning process like with me? Like, what did that training or daily work look like? And you can just roast me as much as you want. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it was, no, it was awesome. You just threw me in there. I just started working and doing it and you were like, this is good, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Fix this, (laughs) great. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Which I like because I want good feedback to be like, okay, how can I make this better? And well, I think that's, I, I wasn't the type of person because I needed genuine help, but also like I wanted this to be an internship where you learned. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, like I didn't have oodles, especially 
having my first baby, you literally arrived on the island. I think the day I went on my, off of maternity leave back to work. So it was like, I was learning how to juggle motherhood, having a baby while also like diving back into work. And so like, it wasn't and like training I had, an intern. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I was, I didn't have time to like, just like teach you. I was like, this is more of like on the job training of yeah. like, you're going to learn by doing which you did so, so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like. I think, I feel like KT, you learned so much just by watching Lindsay also do stuff. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like sit down classes of like, okay, <laughs> so this is how I do. <laughs> but it was more like you would observe how like Lindsay's processes or like ask her like questions as you were working and like. Well, I might've, I might've taught you like how to like upload a blog post. Actually, no, even then you learned narrative and then I was, you know, you know some of the things better than I do. You know Pinterest better than I do. All right. <laughs> yeah. I just jumped in and did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a thought and I can't remember it. Oh, sorry. I probably interrupted it. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I do. Well, and also what's funny too is like coming to the island, like literally the first day, it's like a weird juxtaposition between it's like, you're my boss, but also you're like my mentor, my friend, but also like I'm seeing your nips like every 20 minutes because about <laughs> breastfeeding Eloise. I'm like literally like cooking together, helping. Like I changed my first diaper on Oahu. Like, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You know, so it's because well, it was like that. With, I, to me, that's like the definition of doing life, which is what yeah. we wanted from an intern. It wasn't like yeah. this corporate thing. It was like, no, we want to like do life with somebody and like build them up. Yeah. Not only business and marketing and creatively wise, but just like life wise. Yeah. yeah. You really poured into me. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for everything. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I was going to turn this into a different (laughs) direction of just like, you are one of my favorite people in the world purely because you roast me so hard. (laughs) Like, like there'd be moments where like I would do something stupid or like I would ask a stupid question. Well, Evie does this too, but like you, maybe just like, like literally working with me every single day, like I would say something and and you would look at me and you'd be like, you own a, like a million dollar company. What get like get out of like, like what like, are you? Yeah, what are you doing? Like yeah, like yeah. Lindsay, turn on your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think or of like what. if I like couldn't like because Andrew was gone a lot, and so I'd be like cooking breakfast or something, and I did it like I would ask a stupid question, and you're you would look at me and you'd be like, "How do you own multiple businesses?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense to me sometimes. Where I'm like, "How are you such a boss woman when it comes to business?" But you can't turn an oven on. Like, <laughs> I don't think that was an example. That's extreme, but there are definitely is that, moments. Is that extreme? Is that extreme? That might not be. Well, Wait, no, what I about, was a... there a moment in your house where Lindsay was trying to... T- yep. No, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, she cannot, she could not figure out how to turn on my oven. To be fair, it's a confusing it's a oven. oven. It's, yeah. it's a confusing oven. I get it. But it's she a was, gas oven. Not, it's, I understand gas stoves, but gas ovens y'all that's a whole other that's a whole other I thing. feel like uh, many 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 ovens are gas ovens no only bougie ones okay. I, I thought don't you have to take a lighter and like put it in the oven and light it and then it's gonna literally no. freaking light okay. you on fire no uh-uh. I feel no. you I feel you gas ovens scare me like is it gonna blow oh. up the house I don't know yeah. oh my gosh don't <laughs> add me with your oven Evie <laughs> no it was just a perfect example KT said like how do you own multiple business but you can't light an oven like I just remember That's true. I remember sitting on the couch like a few months ago <laughs> while you were in the kitchen and all I hear is the like the lighter like like the pilot light going like click 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 for like for like 30 minutes and Lindsay's just over there like oh freaking heck okay oh I guess no like the whole time <laughs> like 
You know, guys, <laughs> I'm really good at marketing, though. <laughs> It's turning into uh, a roast Lindsay session. That is great. Uh, the two people in your life that I feel like are willing to 100% roast you without shame is like, 100%. we're on a podcast with you now. So you're going to well, get no, to but that's, that's what I also appreciated about KT, especially. Yeah. Like you came in like, and and you you didn't come in with like a fangirl mentality. Not that like I'm, I'm someone a complete fangirl opposite over. of a fan. Like you're literally, yeah, you literally cut it to me straight. And that's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We well, do the same for me too. So it's a two-way street. <laughs> no, I know, but That's I just really should appreciate be. it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Okay. So you didn't know anything, KT, about social media before you started working for Lindsay and for The Heart. So uh, talk to us about what that learning curve is like. Did it come supernaturally to you? Not like supernaturally, like did it come quite naturally to you? <laughs> Supernatural. I guess like also if you want to tag in there at the end, like what are some of your biggest tips for somebody wanting to up-level their social media marketing game? Because you are a queen at social media now. So all of that. What was that learning curve like? Did it come naturally? And biggest tips. It's funny. Before I accepted the internship, something in my head, I'd worked with social media before. So I learned, I had known a little bit about it. I had taken the story branding too. So kind of like some of those principles I had known about. And I knew I didn't like social media, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and that's literally day one. That's, <laughs> I, day one, I hand you the password to the heart and I'm like, go forth. Yeah, <laughs> be free. Um, <laughs> it was definitely, I like it more now. Is it my favorite thing? It's probably pretty low on the totem pole. I like it yeah. more now though. Yeah. I definitely like it more now. Um, still not, Still not your favorite thing though. No, there's some aspects where I, I really enjoy social media, other aspects I'm like, mm. but yeah. I think going into it, it was a learning curve. I am more of a long, I enjoy long form writing. Yeah. Like give me a, a prompt and I can write a 15 page short story in an hour, you know, but when it comes to social media, writing captions and thankfully it was just posts and it wasn't big video stuff or else I would have been like <laughs> freaking yeah. out because that's a lot to learn. Um, it was definitely pulling teeth, I think, but writing short form captions was really hard for me. It was definitely a learning curve. Yeah, um, yeah the whole in- social media Instagram situation was very much so that way. I think it's also funny that you, we took it over, but then as you were taking it over, like the heart was kind of slowly getting out of just photography education at that time and more mm-hmm. being like creative entrepreneur education as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like, okay, <laughs> write, write captions for this account. Oh, but your captions need to be like business education that, that you might not, <laughs> that you're learning actively like as you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have learned, like where the audience has started and where they are now, that's literally me. <laughs> yeah. I am just writing what I've learned. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I feel like it's it's such a testimony of like, I don't know, just your character, KT, and like your drive to like learn things and grow and figure it out as you go. And um, your willingness and eagerness to jump into just about anything, which is such a huge, like huge attribute and blessing to us and the whole heart team, like having that drive and that determination to like, okay, I'll figure it out as I go. (laughs) Yeah. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's also funny like seeing 
I literally didn't know anything about business. Sometimes I feel yeah. like I still don't know anything about business. No, you know <laughs> yeah, so same. much. Same. You know so much. Yeah. Okay, but with that said, could you give us some social media tips of just like what you've learned? You look at the the heart social media, that's what I've learned. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but I will say, um, I think my main thing is just become a storyteller. Yeah. That's yeah. really what it comes down to, I think, is yeah. learning how to tell a story and evoke that emotion and just be real and raw. Um, yeah. There it is. Boil down. Yeah, that's Folks. it. That's all you need to know is to, I guess, like, frame your mind into being a storyteller and, yeah, yeah come at it at that perspective, from that that's perspective, so I guess. Um, that's so good, actually, though, because people don't do that. And I think you could get, like, the hacks and all, all of that after, but if you come at it with that foundation, you're going to have such a better starting place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Which is, I think, why you started out so well, even not technically maybe knowing like business or marketing like strategies is because you did come in with like, you had done documentary storytelling, you had done writing before, you had made videos. So like you came in with a storyteller background. mm -hmm. And being able to, I think, to have a, a thread I've always thought of it in a mind like, does this paragraph connect to that one? It's like, it goes for anything, video, yeah. you know, writing oh. any content. It's like, have a thread. Does it all connect together? Does it make yeah. sense? I think that's my big thing is trying to make sure the things that I'm writing it's are cohesive. coherent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, will yeah. someone be able to actually understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of just all, like that's what I, I look at my writing through, all, through that lens. If, if someone's reading it, will they understand? That's so good. That's really good. I love that. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> do you want to ask the question or do you want me to? I will. Okay. okay, great. KT, not only do you work for Lindsay and The Heart, everything you've listed above, but <laughs> you also have your own business that you're running. So uh, why don't you talk to us about uh, balancing all three of those things? Because <laughs> I think a lot of people out there just to tag on, relate to the idea of like wanting to do their own business, but also not necessarily being opposed to like working for somebody else in in, in any capacity. Yeah. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs do that. Um, And we would just love to know how you feel about. (laughs) I feel like balancing is an art that I have not perfected. I'm getting better, I will say. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I definitely fall on the side of being a workaholic and I have to set boundaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like the summer has been a hot mess express because yeah. of the launch. And then also like I've had like six people come to visit. So I'm saying all oh, this wow. as um, I've done horribly when it comes to balance. Yeah. Um, no, but well, that's like, that's honest and yeah, like relatable. This, this whole season has been kind of crazy. I'm excited to get back to Hawaii in the sense that I can get a routine and yeah. do a little bit better with that balance. Um, yeah. But I will say I've done a better job of like implementing a Sabbath and spending more time with God, like having that deep rest with Him. Um, I also think too, when it comes to, like there's certain, I think, cues in my life that will get me to stop working and that sunset. I love going mm. to watch sunset on the beach. And oftentimes, like if it's close to sunset, I will peace out, be done with work and yeah. just go hang out there for an hour, hour and a half. So that yeah. is a good cue for me to like actually take a break. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah balancing is hard. Yeah. But in a way too, it's kind of nice because what I'm doing with the heart and for Lindsay, I'm essentially doing for my own business. Yeah. So I'm exercising those muscles. Yeah. That I can implement into my own thing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're not, you're still 
it, it applies. It's not like in a completely different field where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm completely losing my strength in this area because I'm not like paying attention to it at all. Like it's like, okay, I can come back and my muscles will be a little bit stronger Mm-hmm. Cause I've been working them out still. So yeah. So it's kind of in a way a benefit also can be hard too, because then you're yeah. exhausted with. Yeah. And burnt out on like doing the same thing all day, every day for three different companies. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like social media, that's, it's a lot harder for me to yeah. keep up. Cause usually it's like the first thing that falls in the back burner is my own business because yeah. first and foremost is like the heart and Lindsay. Um, and so like when it comes to social media, running three accounts, yeah, that can be really mm-hmm. exhausting. Yeah. But yeah. Dang. Well, that kind of leads me perfectly into the next question, which is what's your favorite part of what you do and what's your least part, favorite part of what you do? <laughs> which I feel like we've already hinted. Maybe <laughs> at the least favorite. Yeah. So we've already talked about social media. I'm not, it's not like I hate it. Um, there are aspects yeah. that I really enjoy, but also um, I don't know if I'm naturally good at, I've had to work at it to be like witty and to be a little bit more um, short form, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Because I love long form projects like long long form writing long form video editing like that is my ish I love and I thrive <laughs> in that position um and I've, I've always been the type of person that likes to work on big projects whether it's like overtime for three weeks and then in pulling all-nighters and then getting to crash for a week and sleep my heart away you know yeah um so that's the kind of work that I like doing is more project-based which social media is by, by nature like a repetitive yeah. short form mm-hmm. type of work. Yeah. Never ending. Yeah. Makes sense. Wait, so what was your favorite part of your job? Long is form. That? Yeah. So anything long form. So like long form video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, um, or I love, I love brainstorming. That is super fun for me. So like, yeah, if we're ever going, um, like for example, we went to that coffee shop in California and we're writing a bunch of stuff for yeah. new courses. That is fun for me. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That is super fun. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's it's great that like as you've kind of developed out of intern and into like working more as an employee for me and the heart, like it's just so cool to see like to like take an intern and then like kind of like figure out you're okay, you're a jack of all trades, you do everything. It's like what what role does do you best fit in? Um, mm-hmm. which I think is why like content creator like naturally makes the most sense just with like you loving projects and loving long form and all of that. And so it's just, it's been so cool to like see your growth over like the last, however long you've worked for us. Yeah. Um, It's just been so cool. Mm -hmm. It's been fun. (laughs) Like this whole process of like from beginning to end, it's crazy seeing the growth, but also like the relationships we've built too. It's, it doesn't feel like, especially with our team, like we're coworkers. It feels more like we are, even though we're apart in location when we come together it feels like a family. We're very... Yeah. Yeah, It's It's also so funny that I was like, hey, move to Hawaii, be with me. And then we literally moved... Well, granted, we were there for like... We were there for like a year or more than a year, but still. And then I'm like, Lulz, I'm going back to Kansas. Where you came from? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I I thought about the other day, though? Like, had you been like, okay, if you want to keep working for me, you have to move back to Kansas. I probably would have followed. Dang. I wasn't going to make you do that. Hawaii's perfect. I know. But I was thinking I'm very loyal to like... Oh yeah, working for you. Well, that's why um, I don't want you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna hold on tight for as long as I can. Yeah, just kidding. But uh, oh. we love you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, well, we have the next too. question is like a very, very next question, question is is <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lindsay, are you gonna ask it? Do you want me to? You ask it. All right, <laughs> all right, KT. We need to hear this. 
We need to hear this uh, tea from you. So we asked, uh, we asked both Rachel and Allie this question, and I'm very curious to hear your answer because yes. their answer was the exact same. Wait, yeah, I haven't <laughs> listened to Allie's podcast. What did she say? Or Rachel? No, I'm not well, no, no, you. no, we're not telling you. We <laughs> just want to hear your answer to this. So, um, how are we as bosses truly honest? blunt, spill the tea, cut it to a straight, just give us the honest answer. How are we as bosses? <laughs> I've been thinking about this question for so long. And I can't <laughs> oh, think, I cannot think of any tea, you guys. No. It's just funny. I mean, obviously I could sit and roast Lindsay all day, every day because <laughs> having worked with you for so long, like in person. Yeah. But it's funny because I didn't meet really Evie until, no. and I didn't work with you really at all. No. Until, we had a very, very disconnected, like, relation. It was, like, through Lindsay or through Rachel that, like, you were doing, <laughs> like, I barely talked to you for, like, the first, like, year and a half. Well, it's because yeah, you didn't, year. other than social media for the heart, you didn't do a ton of stuff for the heart. Or if, until, she, or if KT did, it was under technically your umbrella, Lindsay, of, like, yeah. graphics or something that, like, you guys were working together. And I was just like, cool, that's done. Great. Love right. it. Moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, though, I think a good word to describe you guys just in real life. Like, I don't know why this word, it just, this word comes to mind, but ding-dongs. Like, you are just, like, so goofy. <laughs> You're just so goofy in real life. It's just, like, we're all just chilling when we're together. Like, you guys are just very it. raw. Like, if if there's something happening that's, like, even embarrassing, you're like, <laughs> whatever. This is what's happening. Yeah. That's amazing. That's not what uh, Rachel or Allie said. Wait, what did they say? <laughs> They said, they said, well, because they were like, they said good things. And then we pressed them after they answered the question and said uh-huh. good things. We were like, okay, but where's the tea? Like, give us some feedback uh, how we how we are <laughs> sucky or or maybe not sucky. I don't know how we said it. But yeah. they both said if they had to pick one thing that could be better was lack of communication. Or like communication could be better. Yeah. Okay, so they were being more serious about the question. <laughs> oh, okay. maybe. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Katie goes, Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think in general, I think you guys, I actually think you guys do a pretty good job of communication. Um, All right, we'll take that compliment. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> we, got, we got one out of three. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like as leadership, you guys do a good job of, I think, building relationship, putting the person above the work, mm. which I think increases buy-in and makes me work harder. Does that make sense? Like, I yeah. think a yeah. lot of times companies will go in and they don't value the employee at all. Therefore, people are getting worked to the bone for something that they don't even fully understand or people they don't even, haven't even met, you know? And I think you guys do a good job of loving your people first and then getting down to the nitty gritty. I mean, we work hard. Yeah. We work very hard. Especially after this summer. Yeah. But I think um, you guys do a good job of recognizing like our own personal lives and like what God has called us to. Yeah. Um, Whether it is with the heart or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you guys do a good job, like in terms of leadership, especially. Oh, so, wow. That's just, that's magical. very sweet. That yeah. Was, that was a magical I, I, For some reason. Having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I almost expected you, KT, to have like a more savage answer than anybody else. And yours were actually like almost a little bit sweeter. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Ding Dogs was pretty savage. Yeah. That was a good answer. <laughs> I don't feel like Ding Dogs was savage. I just feel like that's just accurate. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is accurate. But like... Usually that's not like a complimentary word, but it's a it's an accurate word. So I take yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very accurate word. It is very accurate. <laughs> she, she goes, nope, it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't oh, know. I, I thought about it and I was like, I cannot think of anything. But maybe it's because I'm thinking of you two as a group. And it's harder to do that when I've, I've spent a lot more time with you, Evie. But yeah. in the grand scheme of everything, 
Especially yeah. thinking about like, because a lot of this is about the internship and how I became a team member. Yeah. Right. It's harder to group you guys together because I haven't yeah. had a ton of time as a unit with you two. Oh That's no, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. So yeah. Makes sense. Mm. Ding dongs. Man, yeah. great leaders. <laughs> we'll take it. Brick and frack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love okay, it. Okay, KT, where can everyone find you? So, and I also want you to like, you said that you have a business, but I want you to like share what you do because what you do is so cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like basically let, because when we asked Rachel and Allie this question, they technically don't really have like their own business separate from the heart that people could even like check out. So when we were like, where can everyone, can they even access your Instagram? Like Rachel's is private. private? (laughs) (laughs) So like, (laughs) rep yourself, girl, on all the things. I'm trying to figure out what to explain. I guess I can explain where I am in the season um, in in terms of my business. Um, because I do elopement and couple photography, but I'm slowly pivoting into golden years portraits. So photographing the elderly and helping families preserve their parents or grandparents' lives, epic stories, testimonies before they pass. So they have that mm-hmm. to hold on to forever. Um, Which and- is so freaking cool and unique, but also such a fitting you are the most unique person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Like you love to thrift. You love love like the Frank Sinatra era of music. You love, like, you love history. You yeah. want to wear a pink wedding dress, and that just describes you so well. Like, <laughs> you're such an eclectic person, and you love history, like Evie said, and, and the elderly. And so I remember when you were like, I'm going to be a couple and a little bit photographer in Hawaii. I was like, okay, yeah, you do you. But I was just like, yeah. okay, have fun with that. In <laughs> hindsight, I probably should have just started with that. But I mean, it's worked no, but out. We all I've, grow. I've, yeah, exactly. And I think I've, learned a lot about running a business via couple and elopement. Exactly. It's a yeah. great gateway. It is We're all good... sitting here as, as it was our gateway. Yeah. All three of us, our uh-huh. gateway. <laughs> <laughs> well, after having seen you do it, Lindsay, I feel like I was more familiar with that. And yeah. I think starting off an entire, like kind of trailblazing a whole industry, like that's yeah. kind of essentially what I'd be doing if this blew right. up, you know? Well, and that's not a normal thing. That's not like a, when you list all the photography like types or niches, like golden year portraits, like you almost have to be like, people are like, wait, what, what do you mean by that? Which I love because it's, I think it's something that people can wrap their head around of like, oh wait, like I want to know my grandma's story and Mm -hmm. I want that to be captured, especially if they're old, if they're like not going to be around forever. Like that's just such a unique, beautiful thing. And I, I'm just, I'm blasting you right now. Uh, <laughs> you you shared, I think, that you wanted to like incorporate it with a podcast, which I think would be so dope in the future. Like you interviewing elderly, almost like, who's the author that you like? Uh, Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. Yeah. Like that type of style of like, yeah. like history <laughs> podcast, but like talking to people. Anyways, I told you to rep yourself. I'm I just, just thought of this and I thought it was really funny. This is like a moment where Lindsay's like, no. So I was talking about the podcast and like this dream of like, yeah, you could do it in a lot of different avenues, a lot of different areas. And I was talking about this spe- specific podcast where they talk about history, but in a really funny, humorous way. And Lindsay's like, no, you couldn't do humor. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that funny. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Lindsay's like, no. I don't remember saying that, but I'll, I believe that I said it probably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're like, no, which is really, I thought was really funny because you're right. I, and I, I also know that about myself too. So I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm trying to think. What where am can I people saying? find you? Where can people find you? <laughs> what am you? I saying? Um, yeah, on Instagram, Cat Cat, you look up KT Howie. Um, yeah. 
We'll also link it in the show notes. What's your website? Rep yourself. KTHowie.com. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. It's KT like, like the letter K and then the letter T, not K-A-T-I-E. Let's just get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it straight, people. We yeah. love it. KT, you are incredible. That was Thank you. Just so much information <laughs> in one podcast between your story and then everything you've learned and just like everything that you do. And I feel like there's like so many gems and like powerful pieces of information in there. So thank you for, first of all, being on this team, for surrendering your dream to the Lord, allowing Him to open the door to Hawaii, to Lindsay, and therefore to the heart, aka and to me, um, <laughs> because we could not do what we do without you. And we like truly I love. mean, quite literally, you, y'all heard the list that she did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we love you, KT. You're incredible. Thank you for being on here and sharing everything you shared today. Mm, I love you guys too. Thank you for everything. (laughs) 